0: Welcome to the Aggie New Student Podcast, a series by the orientation staff at Utah State University. Transitioning to college is exciting, but there's a lot to do and understand. We're here to talk you through it. Today, we're going to talk about Module 2, Registration of the Online Orientation. I'm your host, Kylie Hopkin, the Orientation Program Coordinator here at USU, and today I'm joined by Chelsea Gunther, one of our students. Chelsea, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Hi, everyone. Yeah, my name is Chelsea, like Kylie said. Um, I am a senior this year. I'm studying integrated studies. I'm actually from Logan, so it's kind of exciting that I get to talk to incoming freshmen today because I love when students come to Utah State.
0: Module two of the online orientation is what we are all about today and it has been open for a few weeks. So if you're an incoming student and you haven't gotten that done yet, you're going to want to make sure that you get in and go through it. So what types of things will incoming students find in module
1: two? I think module two, a lot of students they're going to find is a huge stress relief for them. It's all about registration, signing up for classes, you know, what classes to take, who your advisor is. It's going to cover things like how to send your transcript to Utah State and what credits are going to count, what credits aren't going to count. So like if you've taken AP courses or concurrent enrollment, everything on there. And there's a lot of different situations. They maybe have concurrent enrollment.
0: They maybe have college credit from AP classes or whatever it might be. There's a lot of different variables out there. And Module 2 really goes into what to register for, how to know what you've got, how to know what you need, when to register, how to actually use the registration system, college scheduler, and all of the different nuances that come into this process of of registering for classes for the very first time. It's a lot. It's kind of intimidating, I think. And like you mentioned, hopefully module two is a little bit of a stress reliever for students as they can kind of get in and and start to understand more about what that registration process is gonna look like. Now I say registration process for a reason. Registration is a process. It's not like when you're in high school and you've got like two or three days and then your schedule's locked in and you can't make any changes. Students make changes clear through the start of the next semester, whatever they're registering for. I know as a student, I made a lot of changes to my (laughs) schedule and Chelsea, I'm sure you've done the same where you just, you register and then you get going and it's closer and you switch things up or maybe you got some of your classes and we're on the wait list for some and then add those later, different things. Tell us a little bit about this registration process for you as like you said, you're going into your, your senior year.
1: Yeah. Like you said, it really is a process, isn't there? And there's a lot of things to it. I know in the past, it's sometimes starts as early as when I start classes one semester, I'm already thinking ahead of what classes I'm going to be taking the next semester, you know, because some classes will fill up faster and you want to be on top of that. Some classes are just ones that you need to take for your major and trying to think of when you want to fit that into to your four years of college or five or however many it takes you. You, you go, You want a little... I like to think about it ahead of time a little bit, but like you were saying as well, there's some classes where you're like, oh, I'd like to take this class, and but I got waitlisted for it. But then two weeks into the semester, it opens up and you're like, oh, I can take this class now, but I might need to drop one of my other classes in order to take this one. So it really is a process. It's It's not just as easy as step one, do this, step two, do this, step three, do this. It's very personal to you. It's very personal to what your major needs and what your path through college is going to require. Which is why academic advisors are so cool. (laughs) It's so
0: incredible to me that we have so many advisors on campus that come to work really to help students be successful and get into the courses they need to get into and know what's coming ahead right help them with that planning ahead process so while there is some thought that goes into it maybe earlier than people would realize or maybe earlier than they want to think about registration for future semesters there's also a lot of support from academic advisors we have a program called Degree Works and a lot of really cool tools on campus to help with that planning ahead and, and being successful with registration. Now, registration is broken up by how many earned credits students have, and it takes place for fall 2021. It's going to take place in late May. So most of our incoming students are going to be registering on May 24th or 25th, happens in the evenings, and when you get in into module two, it has that breakdown and tells you exactly when, if you have zero to nine credits, you'll register at this time. If you have 10 to 19, you'll register at this time, right? And so it has that breakdown and it lets students know exactly when they will be registering. Because again, very individual, you're coming in with different things and coming in with zero credits is not a bad thing. Coming in with some credits is not a bad thing. It just changes kind of where you're at and what you're going to be registering for this first semester. Chelsea, when we say earned credits, what do we mean?
1: Yeah, those are just the credits that will go on your transcript that will count towards your graduation requirements. So for example, I took Math 1050 in high school and that that counted as a four credit math class, which satisfied one of my graduation requirements when I got here my freshman year. Yeah. And really it's the,
0: it's the completed credits, right? If they're earned, mm-hmm. they're completed, they're on your transcript. And so if Utah State doesn't have your credits, whether that's because you're still in them or because you are you haven't sent those transcripts to the university, that registration is going to open up only off of the earned credits students have on their USU transcript. And that's part of why we want you to go through Module 2 before... <laughs> Right before registration is so that you can get this type of information. Oh, I do need to send my transcripts to the university. Or maybe you need to take a math placement an Alex math placement exam, all of this information and helping you know if you need to take it or not, or do it or not is all in module two, but There's some prep work a little bit sometimes for registering for classes. Don't wait until the night that it's time for you to register thinking that you're gonna hop in and do module two, get your hold drop and be able to just register for all the classes that you are wanting. Your hold is gonna automatically drop when you've complete module two, but there might be some extra steps in there that you need to take before you can add all the classes that you are wanting to add. Chelsea, do you remember the first time that you registered? For, I I remember the first time I registered for classes, um, clear as day. Do you remember? Tell me a little bit about the first time that you registered for
1: classes. So I'm going to be honest here. I registered for classes with my dad, like at the computer, and me just kind of sitting looking over his shoulder <laughs> at what he was doing because I had no idea. You yeah. know, I was fresh out of high school and I knew I wanted to major in psychology, but that was all I knew, and I thought I need to take some psychology classes. And after that, I was clueless. And so my dad sat down and he said, okay, well, you probably want to take a math or a stats class. And I was like, okay, that sounds good. And he said, you probably want to take an English class. And I said, sounds reasonable, you know. And we looked off of like my high school or the concurrent enrollment credits I had earned like you were saying the classes I had completed in high school that counted and we we got a pretty good schedule together you know I have no complaints about my first my first semester here but what's really cool that we have now that I wish I would have known about is we have these like first semester registration guides that literally walk through exactly what you'll want to sign up for depending on your major and I wish I would have known that was an option for me because I would have felt a lot more, I guess, in control of the situation. Like I knew what I was signing up for and I knew why I was signing up for it instead of just having my dad do everything.
0: Yeah. I
1: remember I was
0: registering for classes. We were driving from Texas out to (laughs) a funeral in Idaho and like, morning before we left the hotel, I'm sitting on the hotel bed trying to add classes and get registered. (laughs) And honestly, it worked out. But here's the thing is that first semester registration guides and the support that we have for students wasn't an option for sure for me almost 10 years ago. But even for you coming in a handful of years ago, these are our newer resources that we have for incoming students their first semester registration guides every single major has a guide and we work closely with the academic advisors over those individual majors to find out what do you want your first semester students to know what classes are critical for them to get into what classes are good and additional classes they can add, but not as critical to register for. And there's information about how to contact your academic advisor, how to know what credits you already have on your transcript, how to maybe make adjustments if you are coming in with some credits and and looking at your four-year plan. There's a lot of really great information on those guides. Those are also found in module two. And as you go through module two, and prepare for registration i would encourage you to look at those guides and even if you're not sure let's say you're considering a couple different majors look at the guides kind of see what what there is in common maybe class or two from each to give you a sense of what that major might be like, then go for it. It's hard to mess it up. It's hard to mess up registration. One, because it is a process and you can make changes very easily and openly. You don't have to talk to anyone. You just can make them on your own. But also because... It's your first semester. There's only room to go up from there, right? You're going to get more information and more knowledge, more resources, more skills as you continue to become a student and start your time at Utah State. We also have a registration hotline that our office offers for incoming students while they're registering for classes. So current students are available to answer your questions as you're registering. And you can contact the hotline a couple different ways. You can email orientation at usu.edu or call our front desk at 435-797-0283. Monday through Friday, we've got students working to answer your questions. We also are gonna have extended hours during registration. So on May 24th through 25th, our office is staffed with students ready to help answer questions for you from 8 to 11 PM. That's when registration is gonna happen, right? Sometime in there. and all of the offices on campus are closed and so we offer our hotline so that when you're in like the actual act of registering for classes if you have questions or things come up that you're unsure of you've got somewhere to reach out to and in addition to those ways of contacting us that I've already said we have a live chat available those nights and you can access that by just going to orientation website. We want you to know we're super accessible as you are going through this and we want to support you as you register for your first semester, which is so exciting. We get asked a lot about how do I contact my advisor? And I mentioned earlier that that contact information is all at the bottom of each individual first semester guide. So you'll find out who that advisor is and how to contact them. What I will say is they have set aside, a lot of the advisors have set aside specific times for and ways of working with incoming students because you have to remember, they have all of their current students like Chelsea who are also registering for their next semester and have questions and are trying to get this figured out, make a plan and all of that. My recommendation is to register based off of the first semester guides. And then after registration, reach out to your advisor. It is much easier for them to look at what you've got and give you a thumbs up or maybe tweak a few things than to help build from scratch every single person's schedule. They've already done that. It's the first semester guides. (laughs) They've already told you what they want you to kind of go for and base your plan off of And if you end up on wait lists, it's not the end of the world. And if you need to take an Alex placement exam, it's going to be okay, right? Like it's not a one-stop experience. It's not going to be the exact same for everyone, but there are a lot of support measures out there to help students get in the classes that they need to be in. Modules one and two are required to be completed before you can register. There is a hold on your account that will automatically drop when you complete module two But like I mentioned, you might need to take action on things like sending in transcripts, taking an Alex placement exam, or maybe a language placement exam. And so don't wait until May 25th to go through the orientation modules. Go through them now so that as you have questions you can reach out and get those answered ahead of time and it's not adding stress to the night of and the actual act of registering for classes. Chelsea, any parting words or advice for our incoming students who are getting ready to register in
1: about a month or so? Oh yeah, I would definitely say don't be afraid to ask for help if you're confused about something. I think that was where I was at my first time registering. Like I was saying, I didn't know what was going on. And instead of saying anything to anyone, I just kind of sat by and let let it happen the way it was going to happen. But, you know, we like you were saying, we have extended hours those nights and we want to hear from the students. You know, we we love working with incoming students. We value your thoughts and opinions and your dreams and your your passions. You know, we want to help you achieve those. And so don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to send us an email, give us a phone call, uh, access the live chat, or get help contacting your advisor or anything. You know, We're all here to support you and to help you have the greatest first semester and college experience at Utah State.
0: Ah, yes, please reach out to us. We want to help you and we want to make sure that you know that you've got this You can register for classes. It is a lot, but it's also doable. And we're not able to do it for you, but we can walk you through it and help you figure it out so that the next time you go to register, you've got it and you're not confused and you've got a game plan and you feel comfortable and confident going into all of the future registrations as well as this one right now. Feel free to reach out to us at any point in time. Check out the other podcast episodes that we have and keep your eye out for more coming soon. We're so excited to have you join the Aggie family and can't wait to have you here with us this summer or fall. Thanks and go Aggies!